Welcome to the Indie Flicks Podcast. This is Alan, and I have a wonderful guest to join us today. I am so excited to have him on. We did an episode a couple of weeks back on his film, Black Car or The Wrong Car, which is really, I think it's really awesome that it has several different names, but that's how it, hey, this is the industry and this is what we got to do, right? So ladies and gentlemen, everybody, please welcome uh, writer, director, John Stimson. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Alan. Thanks for calling me in on this. This is fun. I'm I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys. Man, I really appreciate you. We was talking earlier how you said you didn't realize how long ago it was <laughs> when <laughs> you, your film came out. And man, I, I can't even remember like how we stumbled upon it. I'm like, oh man, let, let's read the synopsis to this. And we're reading it. I'm like, oh yeah, we got to do this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well you know where it all came it's it 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 happened when people started using uber yeah. you know when that was the thing so uh and and we we, we were talking with uh you know i was talking about a couple of my producers and and uh you know just sort of we've we've jumped on some of these rip, rip from the headlines things you know like well, what's hot what are people talking about and all of a sudden this rideshare thing was was like becoming huge yeah. and you know i don't know if you've noticed but in the movie they were still giving the driver their address as they yeah. got in the car. And it was before you actually typed in where you were going and what your destination mm -hmm. was before they even picked you up. So it was, it was, uh, it was interesting to uh, think about that, but yeah. So we um, it's, it, you know, we called it black car to start, but uh, what yeah. happened was we ended up licensing the film to the lifetime movie network. Yeah, uh, sure. And and when they licensed it, they were worried and legal, the legal got involved. And because Uber used the term black car huh. in the app, in their app, you know, because when you got a high end vehicle, it was a, it was a black car, you know, and that's oh, okay. how it, that's how it started. And so uh, we had to change the name. And and what <laughs> happened then was a kick because because Lifetime started a whole series of 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 movies that were based on that wrong because they called it the wrong car yeah and then there was like the wrong babysitter the wrong boyfriend you know the wrong vacation <laughs> the wrong and they had a whole string of movies that came out that was uh, all, all on that theme but we started the whole thing with the there wrong you car. go trendsetter <laughs> i love it i love it well, congratulations yeah. to, and it's surprising that i mean because it is so what category what category would you put this in would you put it under thriller or suspense thriller yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent thriller. Uh, you know, and and we actually pushed the limits a little bit on that one in terms of you know we've been able to sell a lot of our movies to networks like Lifetime and Hallmark and Ion and yeah. Up TV and and AMC Plus and a lot of these networks that and and streamers that have been picking up our films and uh, and that one and and this one was this one was edgier than most <laughs> it was yes. a little darker and uh and i you know i got a lot of comments from people that you know looked at it and said wow this is way better than most of the stuff we've been oh, able to see way better. yeah 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 so <laughs> i mean uh, i dig it you know it's lifetime and like you said uh, uh, up network and things like this so yeah i get it because they have a certain uh, a style or certain genres that they you know mess with and everything else but I am glad that that is on there. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're running it anymore. It was, but that's where we we were able to get a, a you know, a, I think it was like a five year license on on that 
nice. that network. And and now it's out on a bunch of stuff. I think you might have seen it on Fubu or or Amazon or somewhere. Or, you know, it might it's, be on Tubi or Voodoo. Or, Tubi yeah. or, or yeah. yep, yep. I think it had a run on on Roku. I mean, it's 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 out there living. Uh, you know, now eight years later, I love it. It's That's uh, beautiful, man. They'll find it. Yeah. So what yep. uh, what made you get into the film industry? You know, I started as an actor. When nice. I got out of college, I I went out to LA. Are you are you based in LA? I don't I didn't even ask. Are you LA? Actually, I'm in Indianapolis. Oh, in Indianapolis. Oh, good for yes. you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, well, good. I mean, no, I so I'm here in Massachusetts, and uh, this is where I grew grew up, and, uh, and you know, and so I. I, when I got out of school, I went out to LA. I, I had to give it a shot, you know, because I've done a lot of theater in college, and and uh, so I, I. But I, I said, well, you know, what the hell? I, I'll go and see if I can, I can make a go of these this acting thing. And um, and I was pretty good. I got pretty lucky with stuff. I, I got a lot of commercials, and I got a couple of guest spots on a few shows here and there. But I, while I was doing it, I, I was reading scripts for a bunch of different production companies on the side. So I would read four or five scripts a week and do coverage. And, uh, you know, I, I was the guy that would say pass or or consider, you know, and oh, give them a summary nice. of the script. And um, and as I was reading it, I realized how many were really bad. <laughs> All these scripts. I mean, this is nobody like, this had is the, you to read them. Oh, my God. Well, no, but I mean, this is the currency of our industry, right? A screenplay yeah. is what what is is going to, you know, get a f film off the ground or not. And. And, and so many really were not very good. And I it really, first of all, it surprised me. And, and you know, when I found a good one, it was really exciting. But it all, but it also encouraged me to, to say, you know, I, I got a good education. I can do this. I can learn to write yeah. a screenplay. So I did. I, you know, and, and I, you know, I got I, I got kind of tired of the acting thing and sitting around and waiting for my agent to call. And so I, um, I ended up moving back to the Boston area and um, settled down, raised my family here and, and have been making movies for 20 years. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones and I, I get to do it here in Massachusetts and I've made over 20 films now. And, uh, and it's been, it's been really a, a cool and, and, and certainly satisfying and fun career. I mean, I'm, I, 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 I can't, I love what I do. I absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That is beautiful, yeah. man. I tell you, because a 20 year career and you're still going, man, that's that's a huge blessing right there. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of stood the same way. Uh, it was, I started off acting in, in school and plays and things like that for my English teacher. You know, she's writing all these plays or whatever. So I started doing it. I really only it was accidentally accidental how I got into it because I mean the elementary school it was the Martin Luther King play and I was the only black kid with a suit so <laughs> it was like do you want to do it sure why not and then I just got the bug man and it just I just fell in love with it then I got the opportunity to work behind the scenes and you know so helping set up the stuff and even a little dabbed into some uh, directing I'm like I like this a little more I I, I don't want to be in front of the camera no more <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing is it, it, when you realize how much you can do and how much more, you know, when you can really start to make things happen and, and be the one who's initiating the, the project and tell, telling the story and and coming up with the ideas. I mean, that yeah. that you know was was way more exciting to me. I mean, I love performing. <laughs> I had a lot of fun giving it a go. And I I think I would have regretted it if I didn't try. Right. And 
You have, and you know, and and in doing it, I learned a lot. And you know what? I really appreciate now, and because I've been on the other side of the lens, when I work with actors, I I I feel like I can speak their language, and I right. and I, I understand what they're going through, and and what they need, and what will help them yeah. get where they need to be emotionally, or or just understanding what's the what the character is all about. And um, you know, so I, I really now I, I love working with actors and right. and and helping them bring out their best performance. Yeah, so you would uh, consider yourself an actor's director then? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I mean, you, you know, as uh, being a director, you really it really helps to know every aspect of the process and to right. have experience. Not necessarily, you know, experience. Yes, it'd be great. It's great, but I, you know, I learned. I I spent a lot of time doing a lot of different things before I really got to be a director and or got my you know in in the helm uh, for my first one you know doing a lot of smaller stuff and doing camera work and sound work and getting mm -hmm. on sets understanding light and grip and and okay. uh, you know special effects and then you know I even I learned to edit by uh by doing a lot of television work I we nice. I was working on a bunch of of, of of half hour doc style television shows for Discovery mm -hmm. Channel animal planet and home and garden network i mean this it wasn't high art by any means but I, I i learned you know i learned what it took to put it together and i learned those skills and that that's been so valuable so you know going into now as as a director and a writer and a director i mean i i feel like i i understand what each department is doing uh -huh. and, and I, I you know it's not a mystery to me i mean i certainly yield to their expertise and yes. that's that's the collaboration that's so great in movie yeah. making is that you bring a bunch of people together who all have a, a certain expertise and, and are really good at what they do and you yeah. rely on them to bring their ideas and to, to, to you know to do their thing and so um you know, and that's what's fun of it. But I do understand what it is that they need to do. And right. yeah. I, so so when we have a conversation, I, you know, I feel like it, I'm coming from a, a learned place, mm -hmm. you know, not just shoot. So so that's that's uh, right. that just comes with experience and having done it for as long as I have now, uh, you know, every single project, you learn more and exactly. you, feel you get a little bit better. Yep. Exactly. Do you did you face any roadblocks when you first started? Oh gosh, uh, just 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 every single project, <laughs> you know, is that you know is a is you gotta will them to you know we will them to life. Nobody's handing you anything in this yeah. business. Right. I've learned you know, and um, you know, uh, every single project is is like it is you know I say it's like starting a business or starting a company, but it actually is that because. I mean, you think about it. I mean, you gotta you gotta come up with a new idea. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you know put that that idea on paper so that you can sell it to people and and get people in that behind it that are are gonna either finance it or work with you on that project. Then you gotta figure out that financing piece of it. Exactly. And then you gotta make it. And then you gotta <laughs> edit it. And then you gotta sell it. I mean, it's really every single project. If you think of it like a business. Uh -huh. Is exactly that, and and then the 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 nuts and bolts of it are really uh, literally are a business because you have to start an LLC and you have to open a oh, payroll right. account. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole management of it is very much a business, and and that's the way we go about it because uh, you know uh, we wouldn't be doing it uh, you know now into my twenty plus m movies. I mean, I wouldn't be able to keep doing it if I wasn't making m money, yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. that's that's where. I I consider myself 
you know, uh, I mean, we're, we're savvy about it. We're smart about it, but we're also, you know, uh, we're good at it and, and we do it, we do it carefully and we do it well. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of, I'm proud of that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. From script to screen, how close did Black Car come to its original version? Like when you first started out writing it or or the idea, how close was it to like you were watching it on a screen to the script on the paper? Yeah, that one. You know, it was a unique movie because um, it just sort of poured out of me. I, you know, you know how it is when you get you get an idea and you and you sell and you tell somebody an, an idea that you haven't and they spark to it right away. And they go, oh, my God, that's a great idea. Yeah. And that's that's what we had with this one. And it was just it was the kind of thing where it was like, let's do a movie about a ride share and a girl who gets in the wrong car. It's like, oh, my God. OK. And I think I wrote this <laughs> literally, I think. And, and this was this was the fastest movie that we ever did concept to completion nice. was about six months nice. it really it was so fast and uh you know so i think i wrote the the first draft in like two weeks and nice. then honed it from there and you know so so it really was a, a different project you know in terms of you know you're asking about it, like like how we conceived it and then how it ended up on the screen i think it's pretty darn close yeah you know there nice. wasn't okay there wasn't there wasn't a lot i mean uh, you know, I looked at it, you know, coming in, I was like, I want this car to be like a shark swimming yeah, through the yeah, sea, yeah. you know, I want this guy to be just hunting for prey. And that, and that's, that was sort of the, 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 the attitude we took in, you know, visually and then, you know, thematically through this thing. And, and then, wow. you know, her being, you know, this vigilante on, on a, on a, you know, dead set to, to, <laughs> to go go and solve this problem that the the law the legal system was just not able to do Let's and her sort of had, you know with a you know studying <laughs> the law and you know uh, you know she she had what it took to to make it happen because she could she could push it further so anyway yes. um yeah so in terms of that i mean it really didn't it didn't stray much and you know the script came together quickly and you know I, I, we we did have a few we we had a couple of of changes i mean we did add a little bit of a twist into it and i don't want to give away any any you know spoilers on <laughs> people to see it but uh you know we we added a layer to the to the story uh at, you know probably a couple of weeks in and made made some changes to the ending uh-huh. that that really i think really brought it to a whole different level. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I, my favorite part is when they went to the hotel with the Hispanic guys. Well, first their scene when they was in the car, and then I, I can't tell that hotel part, but oh, I love that part. That was really, really, uh, really cool. Very creative too. Nice oh, little thing. Nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, yeah, you know. Fun with that. I mean, those guys—they're going to the strip club and everything, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> shit hits the fan, and then, and then poor Trudy's Man, at the back. Was not <laughs> expecting a friend. I mean, of course, yeah, you want to have a friend. They done something illegal, you know, and they don't want to, you know, get in trouble and stuff. And and she was just too scared, but she had her own thing she needed to deal with. She didn't have to involve the police with this whole nother thing. So yeah, absolutely, right. man. That's like you said. I, I love the 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 the, the you know, the thought of, like you said, making it the car and the the character of the car like a shark, you know, and yeah. then 
searching for its prey at night. Oh man, that just takes totally. it to another level, man. I'm gonna have to definitely totally. go ahead and watch it again, man, because I'm sitting there. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, wait, you look, but we, like we did it. We did a whole thing where we had the ca the camera mounted on the car in several different area, different positions. One was right smack dab on the on the hood, looking forward like it's the dorsal fin of the of the shark, literally. <laughs> As we driving through the city and then there's other low mounted by the, by the wheel or on the door. And, you know, so we had that, that feel and that look of, of the, of the car through the city and it being a sleek black car, like it was, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it was so cool. And, oh, and like it's sitting low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. That yeah. Is, and and it's like a cool great too. idea. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. And, and, and then one of the things that we played with, it was really fun was that a lot of the interior car work we did was on a stage because okay. driving driving through the city and doing all those scenes you know in the car with you know while we're actually moving for real like we did a few and, and you can tell some of the yeah. the daytime scenes we actually had some car mounts and we were driving and doing doing them but a lot of them we did particularly the the first scene when she when she gets comes out of the club and she gets picked up by the guy in the in the car that first uh -huh. thing and and she she goes through her whole deal and and uh, you, you know it uh that was all on a stage and what we did was we we just moved the lights around the car yeah. to make it feel like the car was moving past the lights and and then we had a couple of grips on the back of the you know moving the, the car to give it a little rock and roll and and uh you know but but really doing that it was first of all we were able to pull it off and in, in a way that you know was so convincing and i don't think anybody would ever think twice about that and then you know the other thing was it just gave us so much more flexibility and so much more time mm -hmm. to work those scenes and to get the coverage we needed in in the car because it just allowed us to to you know we didn't have to have a whole follow car and yeah uh, you know, wait for the street lights and, and, and oh, yeah, yeah all that exactly so <laughs> you know and it worked out great it worked out great that was and it really wasn't it like wasn't like you know this is a little movie it's not like we had a big sound stage or anything we got a little right. we got a warehouse and you know we were able to <laughs> make it dark and and rig our, our our moving lights and stuff but it was it was you know i love be, i love figuring out ways to be clever oh yeah and, and while, while you can while you do while doing really cool interesting cinematic stuff and um you know we learned a lot a lot of tricks like that and and uh special effects uh tricks where you know, mm -hmm. you wouldn't imagine, you know, oh, God, we, if we pull it off, we, if we do it like this, we could we can really make this, you know, bigger and more interesting than it may seem yeah. like it's possible, you know. So and you guys yeah. did a fantastic job with that because you definitely can't tell that it was on a soundstage. So good job with that. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what was your favorite day? Did you have a favorite day on set or was every day your favorite day? Oh, wow. Well, I like you guys had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah we did and and gosh the actors were really really they were troopers you know and danielle savory who's the lead actress i mean she was just great i mean and yeah. she was such a trooper and she just you know she just went for it and that and you know emotionally digging down i mean that was a lot to ask of her and and it was on a really short schedule i think we shot in about 14 days nice um yeah yeah man that's the only days then, right oh well you know we we stick pretty good pretty good to our 10 hour days with a couple of hours for, for either ot or rap or you know we just you know we've in our in our little model that we've got we we you know we we just can't afford to to go over and right. it just it, you know we know our budget we know our days we end and 
you know, we really have to deliver in that and we just plan meticulously so that we can accomplish it, you know, in that amount of time. So, yeah, I mean, so I love the driving stuff. That was fun. But, you know, the, um, <laughs> the stuff in the club that that was great The in the nightclub. That was cool to do. Uh -huh. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I'm one of the guys dancing with the girls. I know oh, we haven't. Yeah. yeah, you go back and you watch. I'm, I'm in. I had my little cameo in there. You know, it's fun to have me. Feel like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. Yeah. And it saves money. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, there's that one. That was cool. Um, you know, that hotel was really creepy. That was a creepy, creepy uh, place. It was, was, you know, I didn't feel like we we didn't have to dress. You know, it since when we it was, this, uh, you know, they've, they've since torn it down because it was oh, it no. was really. It was no, no. It was a, it was a dark and, and, and nasty place, but it was perfect for what I was we gonna say. Yeah, but it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was fun. Um, Do you have a, a favorite scene? Um, I'm wondering what. I mean, some of the stuff. I mean, some of the. You know, I, I, you know, I hate to pat myself on the back, but I mean, some of the dialogue was just, I really, particularly between Trudy and Charles in the beginning, you know what I, I really love the, the, the stuff in the class, in the law school class. Yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, That's I love I like that. the dialogue there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, you know, it's, it's cool. Cause it's, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's got the lingo of, of a law school criminology class, which is, which is, which is cool. And I, I felt like that was pretty convincing, but yeah. I love just um, Jeremiah Kissel who played the professor just was so good. Man, yeah. so convincing. Wasn't he great? <laughs> Wasn't he great? And then, and then, you know, the stuff between Trudy and Charles that, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're kind of taking sides against, uh, you know, uh, the, the various angles of, of how they look at, at, um, you know, crime and, 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 and yeah. what, you know, it, it, it was, that was cool. I was, I was pretty proud of that. And that, you know, it wasn't anything fancy, you know, camera wise or, or, you know, anything that we needed to shoot, but it was just, you know, character wise and dialogue wise, it just, it worked and it was, it was kind of cool. So I, I like that. I, yeah. and I, I, one of my favorite shots is at the end, there's a scene where, uh, you know, he, Charles is trying to, you know, he's, he, he's got the, the hots for her anyway. And so when they come out of class and he's like, let's go get a coffee. And, and, and she's like, Charles, I've told you, I'm not interested. Right. And then she walks away and he, and he, and he's standing there and the camera's pulling back and he puts out his arms and he just goes, it's just coffee. It's just coffee. You know, it's so kind of pathetic. And, 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 you know, you feel bad for him at the same time, but, you know, in the scheme of things, and, you know, as the story plays out, you realize the importance of that, you know, and it, it seems yeah. like just, you know, so anyway. Uh, man, that's great writing, man. I got to tell you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking to John Simpson, uh, writer, director of The Wrong Car and Black Car. Whichever way how you find it, it's still the same awesome movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's mostly found by the wrong car now. Uh, if you go, I mean, I know on Amazon, I think that's how it's listed. But um, yeah, I, I believe yeah, most places is the wrong car now. But either yeah. way, oh man, the the artwork is beautiful. Everything about the film was fantastic. I love the the tension and all the suspects you put in there. I'm sitting there. Oh, is that no? No, it can't be that person. No, is that? I'm telling you, man, you 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 did a fantastic job of putting this film together. Well, thank you. It's one of my favorites. And, you know, it's funny because um, I've been doing a lot of Christmas movies recently. Okay. Um, 
they've been, they've, <laughs> they're great. They're just there. And it's <laughs> kind of been our bread and butter. And I, you know, I did a, I did another kind of a horror thriller. Uh, a, 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 it was called a, uh, it, we, we called it a horrifying comedy, really. It wasn't, really, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and it was called uh, um, Ghost Light, which was a, a, I'm really proud of that movie too. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you That's know, yeah, yeah, we did that one a few years ago, but uh, you know, in, in so in, in between, um, you know, the the bread and butter stuff which we've been doing, uh, you know, we I've been able to do some of these cool, fun little movies, and I'm so glad you guys you found Black Car and <laughs> and and been talking about it because it really is it is one of my favorites. Yeah, I want to do everything in my power, man, for everybody to see this movie, because it's and, you know, and it's not just a great cinematic film but also the message behind it. Because like you said earlier, you know, people just haphazardly just throwing their information in there and just, you know, not paying attention. And then they're not understanding. Sometimes you, you can't just give out your information to just anybody. You know, I see uh, on the way to work, I see a lot of people uh, using Uber and Lyft, but they don't drop them off like at their homes anymore. Uh, maybe because they watch this movie, but uh, <laughs> but I see them like dropping them off at the gas station, the grocery stores, and things like that. But like you said, when this first got popular, people would just say, "Yeah, take me to my house." It's so and so, so and so, Cherry Street. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's so true. In in so many, you know, not just the rideshare world, but I mean online. I mean, the, yeah. our privacy is really, really being, you know played with right now we got to be careful in so many ways so definitely got to be careful uh what yeah. are you working on now well we got a i have a movie that's uh premiering the day after thanksgiving it's called uh letters to santa it's on the hallmark okay. channel so that's my new one um i've got uh i've got a couple of cool ones that uh are are, are percolating right now one is a uh a thriller, a true crime thriller based up on a, a book that a buddy of mine wrote. Um, it's called uh, the book. The book was called Bad Blood, but the film is called Franconia Notch. And it's okay. about a double murder that happened up in Franconia, New Hampshire in uh, 2007. Uh, and it's a crazy three way. Um, I don't know if you remember that the classic film Rashomon, where everybody has their own point of view, which is different, you know, oh, depending wow. on how they see it. You know, so these two guys get killed in this roadside, uh, uh, what should have been a very simple, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, just a, a cop pulling this this kid over, but it, mm -hmm. it explodes into this violent scene, and uh, you know, for no reason, and and then this this uh, reporter needs to come and and unravel what went down, and it's a cool wow. story, and. The fact that it's true is is exciting. And so we're developing that one. And then I've got another one that's been uh, pretty well received in the festival. Uh, you know, we put it into a few script screenplay festivals uh, and, and we've, been, we've won some awards with it. And it's called Gramps. And it's a story of an elderly guy who who uh, has a stroke and um, and desperately wants to just end his life um, oh, and ha and has to convince his his granddaughter to, to help him. And, uh, oh, man. it's a heavy one, man. It's it a heavy is one. heavy. Um, but it's a, it's a, you know, it, it's a euthanasia and, and assisted suicide is a, is a, is a difficult, but more and more a, a real topic that people are wrestling with. And, uh, and it, it just brings up a lot of questions of how 
we are dealing with end of life issues here in right. not just right. you know not just our country but around the world and cer- certain other countries deal with it a lot more gracefully it seems um, uh-huh. Switzerland and other places so uh, you know it's 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 a cool one and um, and I you know it's a, like I was saying you know about starting that snowball rolling the yeah, fact that we've, gotten, we've won some awards with it and I've gotten some interest for us from some other producing teams to to see if there's nice. a way we can get that one off the ground you know that's that's cool so yeah you know so i got that way you know i got a couple of cool you know that drama and i've got that thriller and then uh you know i've got another christmas movie in the hopper that, <laughs> nice you yeah know, the so. one sounds like the the movie vantage point with the dennis quaid i think dennis quaid yeah dennis quaid yes uh, so yes. it's kind of what you were saying about it of the cop pulling them over and everything, the the, the sounds like a, a vantage point. So I love that movie. So I know I'm gonna love this. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good one. It's a good one. You know. So yeah, yeah. It's 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 like I said about starting a starting a business though. You gotta it, it. There's a lot of development work and a lot of time and effort that goes into getting them to the point where they're we're ready to pull the trigger. So uh, you know, but this these are both these are both bigger, more more elaborate more complicated movies that would require bigger budgets so um but i'm i'm totally at the i'm ready to step up you know i've i've done a bunch of small movies and uh you know in the you know two million or less kind of uh budget range and uh now it's time to think about all right let's let's do something that's going to have some consequence and 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 you know leave 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 a message with with the world uh yeah because i mean you done uh the wrong car and it was a a, 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 i'm assuming like a smaller budget or a medium-sized budget but now yeah it's time to step it up we need a a hundred million dollar budget right we need that (laughs) i don't know that'd be great but i don't know (laughs) no i mean i'm i'm all about just keep you know we've we've done a lot of movies under a million you know and and wrong and wrong car was one of those you know we Mm -hmm. didn't spend that much on that one that's you know 14 days of shooting that's that's it's really tight and it was very carefully crafted to be done you know done well for a small amount of money and um you know, but uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I, sure. I mean, I'd love to be able to spend eight, ten million dollars making a really nice film. I don't think you need to do anything, spend a whole lot more than that, unless you're making you know, a giant epic with loads of locations <laughs> and traveling all over the world. I mean, sure, that's yeah. there's a place for that. I love I love those kinds of films, but I don't. I'm I'm I like to be clever. I like to keep things small. I like I like little yeah. movies and. and um, and you, you know, can that, show what you can do with the small budget, you know. Yeah, it's and and about just characters and people and and, and, can, yeah, and exactly. human 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 issues and problems and and conflicts and keeping it uh, you know down to that level and and I you know uh, that's just sort of, that's my style that's that's just sort of where <laughs> I'm coming from. So my man, I appreciate that. So uh, I found this book at Target. I was trying to find an inspirational book for myself, but uh, I ended up using this book in our podcast so if you ever listen to one of the episodes at the end it, the book is called three thousand questions about me and there's literally three thousand questions literally just the most random questions you'll ever find so i was like let me just incorporate this book into our podcast so i'm going <laughs> to ask you a random question <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just flipping through the pages here and i now if you don't want to answer, you don't have to, but it's, I would never ask a personal question. But this is, I guess, going to be personal. But uh, here we go. The question is, what do you love to do for your, quote unquote, me time? 
Unless you're just always working. <laughs> no, no. I well, that you know, that's the beauty of you know. I I consider my work my me time to a certain you know for in a lot of yeah. you know. I, but uh, you know, because I I love I love you know if if I got time to 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 write or whatever, that's great. But no, I you know I love getting outside. I love hiking. Hiking. I live out in the middle of Massachusetts near a mountain, so I can nice. hike the mountain with my dogs, and I do that every every morning to sort of clear my head. I'll go for an hour and a half a hike out the out in the woods with the with my dogs and and uh you know i listen to the news or or just keep keep nothing and just or just just think um <laughs> I, I ride my bike i um you know i ski i like okay. i just i love the outdoors and i i would say that that is where i find peace and solitude and um inspiration and yeah buddy yeah it sounds yeah. like me that's when i need some inspiration or if I, I I'm struggling with a scene in the film or something, you know, I, I, I go for a walk or mm -hmm. I usually get my best ideas when I'm at work and I'm moving around, my brain is working and everything else. And I, I either text a scene to myself or write it down or something rather like that and come home and see how I can finagle it into the screenplay or something <laughs> or its own screenplay. Oh, I got this idea, you know, and I'll write it down. Like today I did one that immediately came home and wrote it down, but it's just a short, but I'm going to see if I can uh, uh, make it a feature film out of it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night with ideas? Absolutely. That's why I keep my phone right next to me. So I just hit that record and just speak into it. And then when the next day I wake up and I listen to them, I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> That's so great. I mean, I hear about a lot of people that get that those kind of wild inspirational moments at night. They wake up like, "Oh my god, this!" And but I, that doesn't ever happen to me. And I, I, or my dreams are just so nonsensical. Or I, <laughs> I, I just you know that inspiration just doesn't happen to me. But I'm glad it does for you. That's cool. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I think it sounds really interesting. You know? Oh yeah, be laying there, uh, be, like you said, just randomly doing nothing or doing a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I, the other day I had a, a dream that, you know, I was swimming and I saw some sharks and I was like, I don't know what this means, but okay, let me just write it down. <laughs> just in case I may need it for something else. There you go. <laughs> so um, uh, where can the listeners uh, find you on social media or, you know, find your work or a website or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, my, my, my website, Website is h9films.com, the letter H, the number nine films, F I L M S dot com. Um, and on there you can find uh, you know a list of all my my movies. Most of them are on Amazon. That's probably the best place to find them. Yeah. Uh, search John Stimson movies on Amazon. Uh, all you know anything that's available will pop up and and you may have to rent them for a, a couple of bucks but at least you won't have to sit through commercials um right. and it's worth and, it ladies and gentlemen it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's 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 the best place to find me and uh i got i mean i'm on instagram i think i'm at john stimp j-o-h-n-s-t-i-m-p um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I post kind of randomly and, and sparkly, <laughs> uh, you know, but, but, uh, you know, when the movie's coming out that you'll still, you'll see some cool stuff right now about this, the new Christmas movie letters to Santa. So that that's, that's out there now. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's where to find me. 
good. My man, John Stimson, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, John, for being on. We appreciate you so much. We love the film. Ladies and gentlemen, support indie films. Find John Stimson. Go to his website. Watch some of his films. Like he said, go to Amazon. You have to support indie films. And if you know of an indie filmmaker or you are a filmmaker and you'd like to be on the show, you'd like to talk to us or you want to make comments to us, email us at IndieFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram under IndieFlixPodcast. And we will talk to you guys later. Thank you.